find me Don't be scared of yourself Don't be scared of me Don't be scared of yourself Hi, I'm Dawn. And I'm Ashley. We would like to welcome you to the Work It, You Are Worth It podcast. Where a couple of friends sit around and discuss healing, growth, and healthy relationships. Hey, Ashley, how are you tonight? I'm wonderful. How are you, Dawn? I am doing well. How was your week? It has been good. It's been busy, but uh, busy is always good. Makes time go fast, right? Very true. Uh, I feel like I'm my life just never seems to stop. Um, you know, that's and so it, you know it's kind of weird. Just like it's it goes fast, and it's good that it's you know moving along. But man, sometimes I wish it would slow down for just a minute. I know that's right. So, so. Um, Anything notable this week you want to talk about? Otherwise, I don't have anything um, really that happened. I've spent most of my week working, so um, definitely don't want to talk about work. But I do. No. Okay. No? Okay. So I want to kind of pick up. We talked last week. We kind of ended up, ended the podcast with kind of alluding to gratitude. So you were saying that through your recovery, you have found that you have taken on a new perspective of your previous situations in your life. And through that, you have found gratitude. Kind of how I want to start today is understanding what you kind of meant with that. I know for me what that means. I understand that I have gained gratitude by finding the awareness of what has happened and um, so if, I would just love to hear for, and have you elaborate a little bit more on that. The gratitude that my recovery has given me, and when I say recovery, I really mean self-awareness, being able to be aware of what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, and, and what I can do differently if I need to do something differently or if I want to do something differently. What that awareness, the, the, the way that that has given me gratitude is For instance, for a long time, I was just really angry at my mom. I didn't have anything positive about my relationship with her as a child, right? Like, like our relationship now is is great. I love how much we can talk. I love how how often we can talk. Um, My relationship with her now is pretty good, especially considering where we were when I was young. and to look back at being seven, eight, nine, ten years old, especially after having children that age, I didn't have a single bit of gratitude for the situations and, and the things that I went through with my mother. Um, I had a lot of anger. I had a lot of resentment. I had a lot of hurt. Um, there was a lot of trauma. Um, and... I had a lot of trauma regarding it. Um, Because of the work that I have done in my recovery, because of the awareness, because of the self-inventory and the amends and the self-accountability, I can now look back and where I used to say, right, even 
15 years ago before I had any growth or recovery. I was just a very young adult trying to do my best every day. Even then, I used to say all the time, I am who I am because of what I went through. But I said that in this manner of um, I have to use it as a crutch because if I don't fight against everything I went through, then I'll never be better than everything I went through. Um, and now it's not, it's not used in a negative, like, oh, I am who I am because of what I went through. So I better just fuck up and I'm, I'm strong. I'm a survivor, right? Now it is a going through that taught me this. If I had not gone through some of the things I went through at the age I went through them, I would not have the observational skills that I have. I would not have the empathy that I have. I would not have the compassion, the ability to understand the, um, I, I, I just wouldn't have those things had I not gone through that horrible relationship that I had with my mother as a very young child. Um, and while I have not fully worked through that entire thing, I have enough to where I can now look at that situation and say, I am grateful for the knowledge that I gained from it. I am grateful for the tools I gained from it. I am grateful for the strength that I gained from it. And had it never happened, I would not have those things. Not that I am grateful it happened. Because I'm still, right, I, I don't know that I'll ever be able to really say, oh, I'm grateful that stuff happened. But I am grateful for all of the things I have acquired because of all that bad stuff. So I have a question for you. And um, I am few years into recovery a little further than you are and when you and I started talking that was one of the early things that I asked you and we talked about and I would ask you what can you be grateful for in this situation and I would push you to be grateful and find the gratitude in these situations what did you think when I said that oh I thought you were crazy um, <laughs> I thought that, right, I thought the logical, right, the same, right, because my mom spent years in mental health. My, my, I went to therapy as a child, right, I, I always heard that you are who you are because of what you went through, right? So when I heard you say, what can you be grateful from that, the first thing I, that I thought, well, well, I know logically what you want me to say, right? I, I knew what you were wanting to hear, but at the same time, wanting to connect emotionally with that logical part of it my emotional answer is what I responded with right so for me there's two portions of this right there's the knowledge right I go to school and I learn that poetry is where paragraphs or rhymes or words rhyme paragraphs or words rhyme um, and that doesn't mean I become a poet because I learn poetry so when you first asked me that question, I had learned about gratitude for situations. I had learned about being 
who I am because of what I went through, right? It creates us. But I wasn't becoming the poet. I wasn't, I wasn't living, I wasn't feeling what I was learning. I wasn't feeling what I knew. And because of the work that we have done together throughout these last couple of years, I'm not sure when it happened or where it happened, but now I, I, I do genuinely feel it. I don't just know it to be true. I am genuinely grateful and there's more to it, right? Because it actually just came about this past week where I was able to truly be grateful. So last week, we also talked a little bit about the abandonment. And that really set me to thinking about other perspectives. And in thinking about those other perspectives, I be began thinking about my mom and some of the things that she went through as a child and who she grew to become. And I pull myself back to when I was my children's age, right? When I was eight, my mom was like 28 or 29. She was just barely into adulthood herself, right? And, and she went through some crazy, intense things I could never imagine. And so that perspective switch, which again, our work together was able to give me to where I can see the amount of effort and work that she has done to heal herself and where she has come from versus where she is. When years ago, I was so wrapped up in my own victimization and I was so wrapped up in what she did to me and my resentment, my anger, that I just could not possibly have any gratitude for all the work that she put in and just how bad it could have been, right? Like, had she not grown the amount that she did grow, the life I could have had, how bad it could have been for, right, her oldest daughter living at, in the same exact situation that she grew up in. And I, and I think about that and I just think, I thank God, I thank higher power for the growth that she had and the awareness that she had. And and I've never said this out loud until literally right now. So, um, yeah, I, I just, I don't know, the appreciation for the growth that she did have is gratitude on a whole new level that I, have, I, I really just haven't had a lot of time to feel and process yet. So... And you're right, this is not something you have said before. And so we've talked about being behind the scenes of our sponsor sponsee calls. So this is what you're going to, this is what they're getting right now, because it just evolved into that. What are you thinking right now? Like to, to have that realization to actually like feel that there's a couple of things. Okay. Yeah, no, there, there's a couple of things that I'm, I'm feeling and thinking. One of them is there's some guilt and some shame. Um, Why? There's some guilt and some shame because I held her to a higher standard because she's my mom and damn it, she should have known better, right? Because moms are these people who are just supposed to know these things, right? I'm a mom. You're a mom. Yeah. I'm sure most of the people, women listening, right? Maybe not moms. I don't know. But if you're a mom, if you have a mom, they're just supposed to know things. They're, they're supposed to be there when I'm scared and just know that I'm scared and know what I need to comfort me and how to do it and, and what to do and what I need to eat and 
like moms just know but and your mom right you're looking not only do we look at our moms to do that don't we hold ourselves to that standard we're just supposed to know i don't know about you but i've literally i've literally been winging motherhood like i'm literally my entire life faking it (laughs) until i'm until i got through the situation like i think i'm finally doing pretty good with my youngest but shoot i've had (laughs) Two times to mess up and learn. But that doesn't mean you're not going to mess up again with her. I mean, right? It's not going to be to the probably to the extreme that we did with our first ones. But we're right. human. Right. Well, and, and right, like, so that's, I mean, that's, that's my, one of my first feelings and thoughts about this is guilt. Because I really held my mother to this higher standard. And I was really angry and really resentful for a really long time because I just couldn't let go of how could she do that to me? Why didn't she do better? Um, and I was unable, not that I was unwilling, but I was actually unable to look past my own crap to see what she actually, what she did do, where she came from and where she ended up. And the second thing that I'm feeling is pride. Pride in my mom, pride in myself, pride in the women of my family for breaking these ancestral generational curses, these these things that have been passed down from generation to generation, traumas, I don't, I don't, whatever you want to call them, right? God, how many she broke. And I didn't give her the credit for that. I never, until this very moment, sitting here talking about this and, and the last couple days of thinking about this, I never gave her the credit. And actually, Dawn, your words last week kind of spurred it. Because you said something that I really got to thinking about. We were talking, I don't remember, we were talking about her and my sister or my brother or something. Actually, it was a couple weeks ago. We were talking about my nephew's birthday party. Um, And I was listening to that podcast released this week. So I was listening to that. And one of the things that we had said was she hadn't done the work for the growth so why would I expect anything different and in that situation you're 100% correct we were 100% correct but it got me to thinking about all of the other situations and all of the other work that she has done and the second feeling after that guilt which is unearned guilt by the way because I I did what I could with what I had and I worked for it and and I see it now and now I will do differently with it Um, and she did And she did the best she could with what she had at the time. Right. Right. There's no difference. Right. That was was the other part of it. Right. And and pride for the growth. Right. Because, God, I can't imagine the work that she had to do to face the demons that she faced. Um, One of the conversations. I faced my own. One of the conversations that you and I had, um, it's been a year ago now. Um, we were talking about the situation with your mother growing up and I will never forget this conversation. It's one of those things that's just stamped on my brain and we're not going into the details of um, your mother's story because that's her story to tell. But I remember when you told me everything that you found out and I said to you, what would you have done with that? With everything, that the extent of what she went through how would die right the strength literally would have died the strength she found in that yeah and and to then become who she is today right i i 
it's so hard with the people that we love the most to let go of who they were and see them for who they are. And that's what I expect them to do for me. I need to be willing to do the same for them. Gratitude has brought all of this out. Yes. If I didn't find a way to be grateful for what I gained, then I would have never found a way to examine these things. I would have never found a way to explore these thoughts because without the gratitude, there was nothing but fear and anger. And like I would get to a point of exploring these thoughts and I would literally have a panic attack. And then I would back away from them. Right. And then I'd come back to explore them again and have another panic attack and back away until I was able to find the gratitude. And hearing us talk this week on the podcast about how she hadn't grown brought that gratitude through because it allowed me to go, well, wait a minute. Let me flip that perspective and see just how much growth there truly has been, which then allowed the the pride to come in. I'm really proud of you because one thing you have done over the last year, year and a half, is, you know, when you see a horse being pulled, um, pulling a carriage and they have the blinders on the side things so they can't see what's on right can't distract them you have taken those off and I did the same thing I was very tunnel vision in my early in my journey because I didn't I didn't know anything else and that's what I've seen you do like I've heard you do this you're not thank you and it's (laughs) it takes a lot to be able to look at the one person that and you said it earlier that we basically put on a pedestal that should be perfect our mothers and to look at her and see she's just human and i've got yeah. I, I got that you know and, and you know i've shared with that that my mom and i kind of got that and it took me a little bit longer but my mom finally started opening up and so i learned more about my mom so i got kind of the same situation where it's like i have a i have a different understanding and i'm going to I want to give you the credit because your mom didn't change. In the last year and a half, your mom really didn't change, but you changed. You are doing things differently. Your awareness, your understanding of her, your thought process. That's true. That's what's changed. So we can be as proud of our our mothers. We can be as proud of our kids as we want to be our spouses, significant others, whatever you want to say for the work they've done. But at the end of the day, we have to be put ourselves first because we're the ones that did the work. We're the common denominator in all of our relationships that changed. That's true. That's very, very true. So when Um, you start looking at gratitude, you have to look at gratitude at yourself first and obviously your higher power. Well, and I think, right, that's that's what allowed me to even be able to examine my mom and my, my relationship with my mom, my mother, is being able to be proud of myself and being able to love myself and know that no matter what happened in, in that examination, in that thought process, no matter what I found, no matter what I came into, I was going to love myself anyways. And gratitude is just the start of that. Like, being able to find the good, the lesson, the positive in every single situation allows me to keep going. I tell people all the time, 
in, in my work, I tell them all the time, set yourself up for success. Don't set yourself up for failure. If you set yourself up for success, you're going to feel better every day. And every time you feel better, your dog, well, that's I'm a dog trainer, your dog <laughs> is going to feel better. And every time you both feel better, you're going to want to do it more and you're going to be more positive and it's going to be more fun. But every time you go too far and you fail and you have to start over, you're going to become frustrated and you're going to become irritated and negative and nobody enjoys that. And when, when you become that way, your dog will also become frustrated and intense and nobody enjoys that. So don't set yourself up for failure. I, like, I'm not going to try to go a thousand miles an hour when I've yet to go a hundred. I'm not going to go a hundred when I've yet to go 50, right? So start with the little things, right? I can be grateful today because I was able to sit down with my significant other for 30 minutes with no TV and no kids and just have a conversation. I mean, shoot, we just talked about his father, but so what? We were able to have a conversation for 30 minutes. I can be grateful for that. And maybe that's all I can be grateful for today. Maybe that's the only thing I can be grateful But I'm truly and genuinely grateful for that. Maybe the only thing I can be grateful for today is the fact that I took a deep breath or, or even a shallow breath. Or even just that I opened my eyes. Maybe I'm not even happy that I can breathe. Maybe I'm only happy that my child is breathing. Okay, let me be grateful for that. Whatever it is that I can find to be grateful, I grab onto that little tiny nugget. And the more I grab it, the bigger it gets. I I was, when you were talking just now, I went to, I hear so many people beat themselves up and struggle, get to that point in recovery and they start struggling with, I just don't have, I just like, I just didn't have it. I'm like, it's kind of like I lost the motivation. I've lost the, you know, that I had early on because early on, right, it's new, it's exciting, it's fresh. And then you get to a point where the hard stuff starts really coming in. And when we have to start looking at ourselves and being honest with ourselves, it gets really hard. It gets real quick. And just in the process of recovery, if you can just read your daily meditation, be grateful that's the recovery you work you did for the day. It, nothing has to be monumental. And we, we expect everything in our lives to be so big and so huge that we forget about the little stuff. The fact that I made my bed today. Good job, Dawn. You made your bed. You didn't want to make your bed. You thought about not making your bed. But you know what? No, I'm going to take the two minutes it takes me to make my bed. And I'm going to make my bed. Good job. Instead of looking at the entire big picture of the day, Throughout the day, I woke up, I got out of bed, I made my bed. All right, there we go. That's what I'm grateful for right now. Right. After I get out of the shower and I get, you know, when I get ready for work, put my makeup on, get dressed, right? I'm grateful that I have a job to go to. Not that I, oh God, I don't want to go to work. You know what? I'm grateful I have a job to go to. Yeah. I had, I think I said this in an earlier podcast, but I had one of my sponsees, she lives in Michigan, and so she had to shovel, it snowed, it was a big snowstorm, and she had to go outside and shovel the snow. And she sent this text, and she was just so ticked off and mad, because she had to go out, and, you know, snowing, and it's storming, and it's this, and it's got to, she's got to clean off her car, and she's got to, she's got to shovel the driveway, and I said to her, and all this happened in text, and I said to her, what do you can you be grateful for? Well, I don't, I, there, you know, just, it's nothing because this is just, I'm like, well, 
Can't you be grateful the fact that you have a driveway to shovel? Can you not be grateful that you have a car to clean off? Can you not be grateful that the miracle of a snowflake, the, to just look up for a minute and forget all the negative and be grateful that this beautiful showering of snow and down to a snowflake, all of these snowflakes are unique and different. When we focus on only the bad, everything is bad. And we have to force that gratitude by looking at smaller situations. Right. And, and so I think it's important, right? The word, the way that we say this, I think it's really important when we say to force that gratitude, that doesn't mean to pretend that I'm grateful for shoving in my driveway. Right. That means to stop and find something I can truly be grateful for while I'm shoveling my, right? Not pretending to be grateful. I'm not pretending no. that I'm grateful for shoveling my driveway. Shoveling my driveway sucks. <laughs> but I can be grateful that I have a shovel. Right. I'm not digging it out with my hands or stuck in the house. I can be grateful that, right, I have to find what works for me to be grateful for, right? It, like, I can't fake it. Right. I have to feel it. I have to find what works for me to feel. And that's why we don't use fake gratitude. We did, like, right? There, nowhere did we say, it's not fake it till you make it, right? Because you're not faking it. You just have to force yourself to find it. And that's it, finding it. Yep. Right? When, when, I, when I find something, I have to look for it. It's not just randomly there. I'm not, then I'm not finding it. It's there. If I don't look for what I am grateful for, then the things I'm grateful for are not going to appear. And that's the other thing, right? If I'm looking at what I'm grateful for and I'm focusing on what I'm grateful for, then I'm not looking at all that other stuff, the negativity. And that which I focus on, that which I pay attention to, grows. And what happens when you find that gratitude? Well, you just heard me with my mom, right? As soon as I found that gratitude, I was able to forgive. Wow, I just said that. As soon as I found that gratitude, I was able to forgive. I was able to understand. I was able to let go. I was able to be thankful, like genuinely appreciative for what she gave me again it's not the situation but I can let go and letting go I can let go of the anger and and the hurt and the resentment of the situation and by letting go of those things it allows space for peace and positivity and as soon as I let go of that then I can examine some of the other things Gratitude paves the way for everything. It's funny, when you said tonight that you wanted to talk about gratitude, I was not feeling it, <laughs> right? I was like, well, I don't know how I'm going to do that tonight. I almost asked to change the subject. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, gratitude paves the way for everything. And I want to say, Mom, I know you're listening because you've listened to every episode. Thank you. I am really grateful that you allowed me to talk about you on air to a bunch of strangers across God knows where, saying God knows what. Because had you not, I wouldn't have come to this conclusion. There's some more gratitude. Gratitude allows forgiveness. Forgiveness allows peace. It allows for letting go. I'm extremely emotional over here. Like, I'm literally crying. 
because I know, I know the struggle you have had with, and you've taken some flack um, about not making an amends with your mom. Yeah, I wasn't ready. But if I, I um, heard correctly, I think that's what you just did. Yeah. Um, it's crazy how it works, right? It's, it's um, yeah, I was, I was in a meeting last, a week or two ago and got called a coward for not being ready to face my shit with my mom. And it's funny because this all came about with zero intention of it. Like I was just listening to our podcast and I heard that statement and it just, when it's, how many times have you said it, Don? When it's time, it'll be time. When you're ready, you'll be ready and it will happen. Stop trying to force it. And as soon as I said, you know what, if I'm, if I'm a coward because I'm scared to face a panic attack because that's what happened then whatever it is what it is I'm just not ready and that's okay I'm okay with that um and as soon as I said that out loud and I stood my ground on that it's funny because all of a sudden with zero intention behind it here we are because you got the f out of your own way yeah it's not self-will it's God's will exactly when you need to hear something if you are open and you're listening you'll hear it It'll be there. It's going to be handed to you on a silver platter. Always happens that way. And that's why, you know, beating yourself up, having other people beat you up because they're trying to dictate your recovery. That's not fair to you. For you to try to control your own recovery is not fair to you. When you turn it over to your higher power and just let it be what it's supposed to be, That's not saying you haven't worked really damn hard to get to this point. That is not what I'm saying. But when you just, when some, when, when I, you, whatever, however you want to say it, get out of the way and let my higher power, your higher power work. He, she, it, whatever you want to call it will work. Right. That's, that's literally all it was. And honestly, I'm thankful for that meeting because I'd have never gotten to that point without it. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I had to hear that stuff in order for me to get to the point to say, F it, it is what it is. Right. So I, I am, again, there's that gratitude. I am grateful for that meaning, which when I left that meeting, I was not grateful for. I was angry. Right. I, I was upset. Yeah. But I am grateful for being pushed to that point, because had I not, I probably wouldn't be here right now saying what I'm saying. Right. There is a, you know, that's the p- a point of having so many people being part healthy people, people that are trying to live healthy lives, trying to have healthy relationships, and having the all of these people in your corner, numerous people in your corner, because I'm sitting here telling you, Ashley, it'll just happen when it's supposed to happen. Let it go. Let it be. And then you have people come in that are pushing you because you needed to be pushed. And with right. it takes a it takes a village, just like everything else in life, raising children place of work right it takes a village to make it successful it does it definitely does again there's there is it comes when i am ready it comes Mm -hmm. right for a long time i was i was upset right i spent years trying to find myself i spent years trying to find healthy living healthy relationships and trying to find Right? The common denominator was always me. I knew that. But I knew that I was a good person. And I knew that I did good things. And I knew that I wanted good things. So 
how could those two things be one in the same? And I saw, God, I probably saw tens of twenties of probably close to a hundred different therapists over the course of my life. And I just never found what works for me, but I never gave up, right? Until when I was ready, there was CODA. I'd never, ever, ever heard of it before (laughs) until it was time and I was finally ready to hear it. And I just took it and ran. I, I, which brings me to another gratitude that I didn't know that I would ever have, right? I I think I mentioned in the first episode that my uh, significant other is an alcoholic and an addict. Uh, He has been sober for almost two years. I didn't think I would ever be grateful for his rock bottom. His rock bottom, which was our rock bottom, because I was so attached to him. I was so entwined with him. But without that rock bottom, I'd have never found where I am now. And that's a genuine, authentic, like, yes, it was a horrible situation. And yes, some things happened that were really bad. And there was anger and hurt. And I, for a very long time, didn't ever think that there was anything to be grateful for from his using. And there is, because had he not used, I would not have found Coda and I would not have found myself. You're not I mean, grateful. I would have, but not, not now. You're not, not grateful like for the situation. You're grateful for the awareness that it, that came with it. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. The lessons that it brought. Yeah. I remember sharing with you, obviously, when I talked about gratitude, was um, the guy that brought me, brought me to CODA. My rock bottom found out he had another, literally another family lying, cheating that had went on for years and years and years. And caught me off guard. Just literally one morning caught me in good, like, Bam. But I said to you, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that happened. I'm grateful for the cheating. I'm grateful for the lies. I'm grateful that he was in my life. Because without that happening to me, without me hitting rock bottom and feeling like I was spiraling, what I explained it when I was going through it was I felt like the Tasmanian devil. I felt like I was spinning. And I was. And it brought me to my therapist who just happened to be a recovering codependent, who said, hey, you're codependent. You should check this meeting out. And that day, June 26th, my life changed. That's the day I was born. That's the day my life, my kid's life became completely different. And I would not be here right now without everything that happened. Yeah, for sure. Um, And you thought- I I, I like how you- how you described that, you said it like the Tasmanian devil, you were just spinning and that's how it felt, just spinning all over the place. For me, it it felt like there was no room for me. Mm. I was so full of everyone else Mm -hmm. and their stuff. My my significant other and his addiction and his rehab and my mom and her stuff and my three kids and their school and my sister, my brother, my dad, right? I was so full of everyone else. That if I had one bad thought, I was just going to fall apart. And then I would have that bad thought and I would get in the car and try to run away and be like, no, I can't. I have to, I have to go back. Like, like tethered, like, like, and I didn't want to run away from my family. I didn't want to run away from the people I loved. I wanted to run away from me. Right. Like, let me just take my kids and leave, but then I'll be there. So like, that wouldn't work. I like, I wanted to get away. I wanted to get away from me. Because I was so full of everyone else that I didn't have room for me. And, and it was actually the guy that got 
Nick into rehab, the guy that got my significant other into rehab, he said to me, I, I said, he said, what's your biggest fear in all of this? And I said that I'm going to do something that's going to make him relapse. And he said, have you ever heard of CODA? <laughs> and I was like, what the heck is CODA? He said, just just look it up, C-O-D-A, CODA.org. And I was like, oh, okay. And I just went right to the site. He didn't yep. even say the word codependency. I think he knew better. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just went right to the site. And I was like, I think I found, the first thing I found was the characteristics. And I was like, holy crap. Check, oh my god. Check. Check, 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 <laughs> check. Yes, that was, and yeah, it was, and I don't know if you can hear it, but I, I'm saying this, and I have the biggest smile on my face, because that night, sitting in front of the computer, checking those characteristics, with my mind absolutely blown, I found me, I found home, I found yeah. the first day of the rest of my life. I'll never forget walking into my first meeting, scared shitless, because of course I'm right going into a place I don't know anyone and a group of people, and I was scared. But like you, I had done my research before, and I, I sat in that meeting, and as I'm listening to everyone's shares, like you said, like I was home. I, was, I had found my place of people that understood me when I didn't understand me. And that became so empowering and encouraging and hopeful. That's what, yeah. that, that's what that first meeting, because I didn't have a choice, right? I had no choice. I, I was at a place that I, something had to, had to change. I, I was, I would have tried anything, anything to change, to change how I was feeling at that, at that time in my life. And that me yeah, I did change that. I, I tried changing everything. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't right? work. Um, oh, me too. Traded in cars, like blink of an eye, moved in a blink of an eye. I mean, like literally I tried everything too. And this place gave me this understanding that I hadn't had my entire life. And my mom is finding that understanding as she's realizing she's a codependent. And, and we're talking about this stuff and... She'll ask me questions and, you know, we, we both have taught, our moms are very into this. Um, and I've also expressed to you that I was, I was kind of disheartened my mom wasn't listening to the podcasts, um, which changed this week. When I posted this week about the new podcast was out, she, she texts me, how do I find them? Send her the link to the website, like I do everybody that asks me, how do I find <laughs> them? Or find it, or find What's them. <laughs> workityouareworthit.com or you can find any of your pod, um, podcast streaming apps um, under workit semicolon you are worth it but um and it's a white background with a black semicolon in the middle yes it is so she listened to mom guilt first she didn't do it necessarily she listened to the first podcast but then that was kind of it and um so she listened to mom guilt and she calls me afterwards or she sends me a text afterwards and the realization she got, she's like, I, I felt this way my entire life, but I didn't understand it. She's like, I've been carrying this. I'm going to I'm going to read it because she says flash news. Sorry, mom. I am sharing your text message with you, with everyone. You've I've already you've already agreed that I can share whatever I needed to share. Flash news. I had an awakening last night. 
I thought about your podcast of mom guilt and I realized that all these years of me trying to interfere with your life and trying to control was the guilt I have had with a divorce and letting you girls down. I was trying to make up for the failure that I thought I was. I realize now that I was punishing myself as that is what I thought society expected. I hope this makes sense as to what I'm saying. I feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders voicing this. Talking about amends right there. Right? Gratitude, amends, like... I, I wow, I'm I'm kind of speechless to hear all of that reality. Right, and we talked last week's podcast, the one that's not aired yet. We talked about the opportunity I had with my sister, who said, "I'm sorry you had to go through all of that," and that weight that was lifted off with that. This just took, like you, this just took a whole that text just took a whole nother weight off my shoulders because you didn't even have that intention. I didn't. I didn't even know it was a weight. I mean, right? Like, I just kind of had accepted it, that it was just going to be this way. Meaning it was just going to be that my mom never would be able to connect the dots. Right. But that's not what happened. Because my higher power said, no, Dawn, you just have to be patient. And I, I was. I sat back and let it happen because I didn't try to control her. I wasn't trying to change her. I wasn't forcing this down her throat. Because it didn't matter if she got it. It didn't matter if she connected the dots. Because you weren't doing it for her. Exactly. You're doing it for you. And look at how it all turned out just because you were doing something for you Mm -hmm. and didn't worry about her. You let your higher power do its thing. You gave your will back. You gave his will its will back. You you stopped using your self-will and started using his will. Yeah. Um, and look how well that, right, just working out for yourself. Imagine had you tried to do, to control, to force, to coerce, to manipulate, and to get her to see the things you wanted her to see, get her to connect those dots. Imagine that you like, look, mom, this dot goes here, and it connects here, and it connects here, and it connects here. Would she have heard it, do you think? Well, from 47 years of experience of doing it that way, no. Because that's and then what, as soon as you stop trying, isn't that crazy? As soon as I stop trying, boom, there it is. There it is. Because you, we, we, we got the hell out of our own way. And that is my I favorite. I say that about tied all that together, huh? Right? <laughs> yeah. And that's funny because I wanted to tell you about the whole, that text and the podcast that I did not expect it to tie into this at all. I expected it to be an afterwards conversation. I really want to give a shout out to our moms. Because they both have given us, we both went to them before we did any of this. And not necessarily asked for permission, but did let them know this was going to be happening. And they both were fully in to using them. And so I really want to give them a thank you. Express my gratitude towards the, to them. Because I can't imagine, it's hard enough putting my own shit out there. Right, I can't imagine telling my children to go ahead and air their grievances with me and not be like, well, but don't talk about this. Right. Try not to talk about, right? Like the courage that that takes on those we love and not just our moms, because I'm sure our dads and our siblings and our kids and right, I'm sure we'll eventually talk about all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the courage that it takes to be okay with that. Not not that we're necessarily asking permission, but it makes life a lot easier when they are supportive. It um, does. 
and they don't have to be at all. So I want to tell my mother I love her. I want to thank her. And she means the world to me. And it's taken a really long time to get to the place we are today. That doesn't mean that there's not times that I'm not triggered when I'm talking to her, that I'm not saying that. But I'm grateful for the relationship that we have today. Absolutely. Absolutely. I am 100% grateful for where my mother and I are and, and where we've come from and where we've gotten. And uh, yeah, I just, I just, I echo all of that. And I think that's where we need to end. Awesome. I think it's the best way that moment of tribute to our moms and gratitude to end gratitude, um, being grateful to those two people. So thank you to the the listeners. Um, Thank you, Ashley, for sharing that. I'm very, I'm very happy for you because I know what you got tonight. Something you don't was something that was bothering you this, especially this amends um, where what it was going to look like what it was going to how it was going to happen. And right. Maybe next week we talk some about amends a little bit. Um, I don't know. We'll see what, ha- next ha- what happens next time. I won't lock us into a topic because. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see where we're at. We'll see where we're at. But uh, thank you, listeners. Um, please check out the website. Like, download, all of that, whatever you do with your podcasts. Please. We say this every week. Ashley and I love doing this. We, we're doing it to help other people to find a different way to go with to approach relationships but in at the end of the day it's what we're what we get out of this yeah it's, it's all about helping ourselves first and helping other people while helping ourselves yeah so thanks everyone for listening and it's been awesome once again don i look forward to next week me too see you next week we would like to thank you for joining us on this journey of self-discovery Visit the Work It website at workityouareworthit.com to submit your questions and topics for future episodes. And remember, work it because you are worth it. I will find you. You will ask, what will you do when you find me? I will find you. Give the answer to your question What will I do when I find you? I don't have to think, I don't have to prepare myself When I find you, I don't have to think, I don't have to prepare myself Say